0: Venture Seekers, welcome. Jedi, ninja, and wizards tolerated. Hello, I'm your host, Ryan Law, with today's quote. Nothing can bring you peace but yourself. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Coming up next, a haiku by Sensei, entitled, Sword. Western, easterly, where a naked, calm sword breathes from a perfect thought. Coming up next, Messages. A listener wrote in saying that he had found a sifu who was going to accept him to study Yang-style tai chi chuan, or tai chi Chuen, depending on your dialect. Another listener announces that he has begun to finally understand the concept behind his Kenjutsu practice. Coming up next, Q&A with Sensei. There have been questions as to why Sensei utilized the kukri knife. In his kempo sword practice, Sensei referred me back to his haiku about the sword in which he had been speaking of the kukri knife. The first line talking about western and easterly was in reference to the kukri being taken from India by the Persians to the Greeks and then the Greeks returning with a new fighting system connected to the use of that same blade design. At one point or another, the blade design of the kukri had been taking over the mountains to China. As the source of kung fu has been credited to Demo bringing the rock-hard diamond fist law into China, it is only a matter of deduction to determine that the first blade that might have been instructed for mental discipline would have been the kukri, a native knife to that region. That is how It came to be that the American version of a Japanese interpretation of a Chinese art came about to have a kukri in its system. Coming up next, AJNW News. Our top story this week is the release of the Tokushi Kempo Student Handbook. This has been a long-anticipated work, and now that it is finally released, I hope everyone enjoys it. Tyson Ray wrote, saying that this is an exceptional book. With the help of this book, learning the principles of kempo is as simple as learning to count. He goes on to say, I have read it many times, and I expect that I will read it many more times. This book is vitally important to anyone who uses the idea of principles in their martial art instruction. The repository of information here will be my prime go-to source for my independent study of Kempo. This book should be your next step in your martial art journey. Coming up next, AJNW weather. Thankfully, the temperatures have cooled and the humidity has subsided substantially. This makes a prospect of camp all the more promising. Next on our agenda is AJNW traffic. The roadways seem clear. That is as far as the eye can see, which is to the top of the hill on the left and the top of the hill on the right. Nothing in between. In the Valley of AJNW News. Coming up next, AJNW Sports. In our sports lineup, we have the annual Tamishigiri Gordon Pumpkin Fest. The lineup looks particularly good this year as the participants will have experience both in the Japanese blades, and the kukuri. Last year, the kukuri took top honors beating out the wakizashi and the katana for exceptional cutting. Only time will tell if the kukri can maintain its position as the top cutter, where pumpkins and gourds are the prime target. It may be different if tatame was the target instead. Moving on to AJNW, human interest story, we have an announcement that my sister will once again be celebrating her 29th birthday. Happy birthday, Amy Beth. It's hard to believe that next year you'll be 30-something. In all fairness, a world traveler and gourmet such as yourself makes the 30-something extra special, even if it's only your 29th annual celebration of your birth. I know you don't like cake, but if you have a cake, save a slice for me and send me the picture. And if you don't mind, put some ice cream on it too. After all, pictures don't hold calories. And if you're looking for a link to my two recently released books, here is some information to guide you in that direction. My email is rand at rand-lawrence. And my webpage, wwwrand rand dash a fast update as we go into our adventure seekers chat an old fart self-described by an old-time student announces that ukime has once again saved him from injury he credits Kimpo training for saving a senior citizen from falls as well as the many times it has saved him during physical altercations when he was young and good looking or at least young And now for a reading from The Assassin's Gift, Book Two from the Mystic Dreamwalker series by Ran Law. Chapter One, entitled Nidon. Xander wiped the blood dripping down his chin with the back of his hand. He ducked under a roundhouse kick that was aimed at his head as he simultaneously lifted his left forearm over his head, wiping the sleeve of his gi across his brow. As the back of his arm came in contact with the leg throwing the kick, He jostled the attacker's balance just enough to make his foot sweep seem effortless. The black belt sensed the throw and rolled away with a rustle of fabric caused by the swirl of his hakama. He rolled up onto his feet and turned facing Xander just as the masters from the black belt panel clapped their hands to halt the practice. This test had proven to be more difficult than his black belt examination. All of the black belts he had Faced this time were third degree and up in their rank, and their experience showed. He had not been able to keep all three of his tackers down on the mat at the same time. No matter how often he threw or pinned them, there was always one that just wouldn't stay down. He knew at this level of practice his physical skills would take on a new essence, but that would require many sweaty hours of training and the occasional bangs, bumps, and bruises that came with it. Xander knew that at black belt level, it was just the beginning of his study into the martial arts. There were no new tricks. Instead, at the black belt level, emerging of techniques was encouraged. Before everything had been repeated to enhance muscle memory, but now his practice took on developing subtlety and nuance. Large movements became smaller, and gentleness replayed physical force. It took a lot of mental discipline to trust in the art instead of relying on physical force. Jane sat in Siza at the edge of the mat, still breathing deeply with sweat-clinging strands of her hair to her face as she watched her husband conclude his test for a second-degree black belt in Aikijujutsu. Smith Sensei seemed pleased as he listened to Xander's answers to the black belt panel. She was certain that four of the eight examinees for Nidan, second-degree black belt, from various schools had passed. She had just undergone the examination for her Sangkyu third-level brown belt, and she was certain she had passed it as well. She was particularly pleased as she was the only woman testing at this rank, and she had held her own. Both Tim Morris and Tim Collins had tested as well, Morris definitely had passed his examination for his first-degree black belt. Collins' performance, on the other hand, was doubtful at best, in her opinion, for his second-degree black belt. Judging by the look on his face as he sat on the far side of the mat from her, he didn't expect advancement either. It was always difficult to celebrate when a friend was suffering a disappointment, but she was sure that Collins would be happy for her achievement and for Morris's. She wasn't sure how well he would accept Xander's advancement at this point. She understood that Xander got a lot of attention in everything that he did, but it was merited. Although the attention he received didn't extend to his wardrobe, as he had always been a casual dresser, wearing sneakers and t-shirts and jeans, but he wasn't in his ghee. At least, she'd been able to upgrade his apparel to include regular shoes, polo shirts, and khaki slacks. Smith Sensei made a brief statement at the end of the test reminding all of the students about his adaptation of an old adage that he had renamed. It had been a guiding force in Xander's life. The modern warrior's code. Watch your thoughts, for they become words. Watch your words, for they become actions. Watch your actions, for they become habits. Watch your habits, for they become character. Watch your character, for it becomes your destiny. Then the panel got up and gave their formal bows to those attending and participating in the examination and congratulated everyone on their efforts. They also announced that they had reserved a room at the Chinese restaurant next door for anyone who wished to congratulate the participants. They reminded everyone to be sure to tell the waiters and waitresses that they were with the martial arts school so they would all be seated in the banquet room and receive the special banquet price. Xander ran his tongue over the sore spot in his mouth. It was just his luck, he thought, to be hit on the same tooth that had been giving him problems. He had just recently had a filling replaced at the dentist's urging. The filling had never given him any trouble before, but the dentist warned him that it was... Loose and needed repaired. Ever since that day, he felt constant discomfort while chewing, and he had suddenly developed heat and cold sensitivity to it. He had gone back to the dentist to have the tooth re-examined and repaired, but the dentist said there was nothing wrong with it. He told Xander that it was all in his head, and he was just showing sensitivity to the new filling material. Xander switched dentist after that, and he was told the same thing. Not satisfied, Xander went to the third dentist who listened to his complaints and made a few alterations, which brought some minor relief. Thinking about the dinner, Xander allowed his food to cool to help negate the discomfort. He had taken to chewing his food primarily on the right side, and this also seemed to help. Everyone enjoyed the fellowship and the food. It seemed to Jane that life was back on track with the Davidsons and their friends. Still had concerns over something Xander wasn't ready to talk about yet, but she trusted his insights. Tim Collins had confided to Xander during the meal that he wanted to speak to Xander about several things that were bothering him, but he didn't want to bring them up at the farm. Xander, sensing the deeper meaning to his friend's statement, immediately responded by suggesting they take a private walk over the bridge just south of the plaza parking lot. Xander got up and whispered into Jane's ear that he was going on and the two young men casually stepped out of the banquet room and the restaurant. On their way out, they explained to the proprietor, whom was a longtime friend, That everything was fine, Xander made an excuse of getting a surprise for his wife, and that they would both be right back. This worked perfectly for Xander as he had purposely combined his departure with Tim Collins to cover as his reason to excuse himself to pick up a gift he had selected as a promotion present. In an effort to avoid putting pressure on Jane, Xander had Mark Smith pick up a new brown belt for her and he had agreed to lock it in their vehicle if she had in fact passed her promotion. Stopping at the car, he was pleased to find the belt waiting in the driver's seat with three horizontal stripes of white cloth tape, indicating her third cue level. As she advanced in rank, they would in turn remove one strip off until she had reached her first cue. Then, upon reaching this rank, the instructor would eventually inform the student that they were under consideration for taking their examination. At this point, they would wear a plain, unadorned brown belt until they passed their black belt test. Please come back for the next episode to hear more from The Assassin's Gift by Rand Law. And as a reminder, please write to us with any questions you have over any of my books or comments you would like to make for the upcoming episodes. I highly recommend martial art instruction. Everything I do has been influenced by the martial arts. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge her power. Tokushi Kenpo. Keep following your dreams.